0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another Psalms devotional time. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. It is Wednesday morning, and I get to have two root canals later today. Yeah, it's like a birthday present. Two of them. Yay. Yay. Okay, so that's what's going on. Uh, (laughs) I hope you're doing well this morning and uh, looking forward to this day that the Lord has given to us and blessed us with as a gift and a blessing, and so we're thankful for it. No matter what the day may hold in store, even root canals, uh, it's still a good day that God has blessed us with. So today we're in Psalm 96, and Psalm 96 is a very joyful psalm, uh, a psalm of Praise and worship. We're into book four uh, of the Psalms, and it's it is largely a book of worship and um, very important. So today we're talking about creation, all of creation, and uh, and the one true God in Psalm ninety six. So let's pray and ask God's help as we look to His Word this morning. Let's pray, Father in heaven, our King and our God you are the one true god who reigns over all creation all creation is under your hand all creation has been formed by you for your glory so father we ask that you would bless our time together today that as we look at psalm 96 you would speak to us through your word that you would write your word on our hearts that you would draw us after christ draw us into worshiping you with our lives. We pray this, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Psalm 96. O oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. But all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord. O families of the peoples, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. For he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. Amen. That is Psalm 96. Combines two of my favorite themes in all of Scripture, which is worship and missions. Mm-hmm. So, telling His glory among the peoples, uh, telling of His salvation day to day, and coming before Him and worshiping Him. And it reminds me of, of one of my favorite, you know, book openings ever uh, from a great book on missions, "Let the Nations Be Glad," by John Piper, which opens by saying, uh, "Missions." Is not the ultimate thing, which may seem like a strange way to open a book on missions. He says, Missions is not the ultimate thing, worship is. Missions exist because worship doesn't. So the goal of missions is not to do missions, the goal of missions is to gather in worshipers of the one true God. And Psalm 96 is so clear on this theme. It's so powerful and such a compelling call. It's very joyful, um, and it reminds us that. When we are doing missions, when we are doing evangelism, when we are being salt and light in the world, it is a ministry of proclamation, of telling. The gospel is good news. And it's not a sales pitch. It's not a marketing gimmick. It's not a self-help plan. It's not a, oh, please give Jesus a try and your life will get so much better. So often I think that's the way we approach the gospel, when we when we tell it to the world, we're sort of pleading with them that won't they please give Jesus a chance? Won't they please let Jesus into their heart? Won't they please try Jesus and see how much better their life will become? But that's not the gospel. That may be our modern American commercialized advertising culture uh, distortion of the gospel. But that's not the gospel. The gospel is a declaration. It is a declaration of the glory of God in the face of christ jesus that is to be worshipful and joyful and positive and unashamed and unafraid because god has done this great work of salvation so when we read in verse 2 tell of his salvation from day to day if you've been with us for these psalms devotionals before you may know that that word salvation is the word yeshua which is the same hebrew word as the name of jesus so Tell of his salvation, which is in Jesus. God's salvation is in a person, the Lord Jesus Christ. So tell of Jesus from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations. And where do we see the glory of God? Hmm. John 1 tells us, We have, the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and and truth. So the glory of God became human form in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so when we tell of the salvation of God, when we declare God's glory, we're declaring Jesus. We're telling the world about who Jesus is and what he has done. He is great. Great is the Lord. He's to be feared above all gods for all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. What are the worthless idols of our age that people trust in as though they are gods? Celebrities? Athletes, jobs, careers, money, the economy, the Supreme Court, a presidential election. I mean, we are the producers of idols. We are desperately looking for something to trust in as strong and mighty and worthy of our adoration. But God alone is strong and mighty and worthy of our adoration because he's the one who made the heavens and splendor and majesty are before him and strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. And so we are to worship God. Uh, And by worshiping God, what it means is to ascribe to the Lord glory and strength, ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. All the other pretenders in the world, those who pretend to be great, those who pretend to be mighty, those who pretend to have something to offer that we truly need, We need to take all of that glory, that's what glory is. Glory is this idea of of weight and significance and an outshining of splendor. So the the closest analogy we have, and it's just an analogy, is, is the sun, right? So the sun is rising in the east right now. And the sun is, you could say, the most glorious thing, physical object in our solar system, because it is heaviest. And it draws all things to itself, and then it is radiant, and it shines its light on all things, giving life to all things. And I think, now we don't worship the sun as a god, but God has given us the sun as, I think, an image of who he is and what we mean by saying he is glorious. He holds all things together. He illuminates all things and his is the light that gives life to everyone. And so that's what it means to ascribe to the Lord the glory do his name and to worship him in the splendor of holiness is to say, Lord, you are radiant in your beautiful holiness. You hold all things together. You give life and light to everyone. Everything is upheld by you. Everything is, is, is permeated by the light of your glorious goodness. You will Alone are worthy of our worship. And so then we say that among the nations. Right? Some sometimes people think missions is something that is just a New Testament invention that when Jesus gave the great commission to go and make disciples of all the nations that was the beginning of missions. No, that was not the beginning of missions. The Old Testament is full of missional language. Say among the nations the Lord reigns. Right? He is we, we saw this in the verse 3. Declare his glory among the nations. His marvelous work among all the peoples. And what are we to say to the nations? The Lord reigns. Not won't you please try Jesus. Here's a new product we have to sell you. We'd say among the nations the Lord reigns. The world is established. It will never be moved. He will judge. The Lord reigns. And the Lord will judge. That is the declaration we are to make to the nations. And if you read the book of Acts, you see the Apostle Paul. Now he does so creatively and winsomely and engagingly and speaking to people in language they can understand, connecting to their cultural realities. But what he's trying to get to is this idea that the Lord Jesus Christ reigns over all things as the risen Son of God, and he is coming again to judge the world. That is the gospel, is who Jesus is, what he's done, what he's coming to do. And in response to the gospel, to this proclamation of the gospel in verse 10, we have a joyful response of worship that is calling upon all creation and that is looking forward to the day when indeed all creation will join in the worship of God. Romans 8 tells us that all creation groans in eager expectation For the sons of God to be revealed. Well, the sons of God will be revealed when the son of God is revealed from heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so all creation is groaning for that day. Why? Romans 8 tells us the creation is subjected to bondage, to decay, but in hope that it will be liberated. And so all of creation, we may not think about it that way, but all of creation, we're getting ready to see the leaves turn colors and fall from the trees, which is a beautiful time of year, but it's a beautiful death cycle, right? And uh, it's, it's this life and death cycle. And so we see things die and and then be renewed in the spring. And this coming of Jesus will be the end of death, the end of decay, the end of frustration and futility, the end of pain, the end of sorrow. And so all creation will rejoice all creation will rejoice why it's for he comes for he comes to judge the earth he will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness so in closing let me just ask you are you ready to see jesus face to face because he is coming he is coming to judge the world in righteousness are you ready for his coming Are you looking forward to that day as you worship him and long for his coming? Or are you seeking to push him out of your life and to hide from him and not have to deal with the one who made you and who keeps you alive and who gives you the light of life every day? And one day you'll stand before him. The Lord Jesus reigns. He has risen from the dead. He has ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of God the Father. He is coming again to judge the living and the dead. Are you ready for that day? Trust in Jesus. Worship Jesus. Engage in mission to declare to the nations the glory of Jesus. And that's the best way to prepare for that day. Well, we're going to close in prayer and just a couple of things I'm actually going to pray for as we close. Uh, there is a young lady named Ashley, I think she's 16 years old, who is struggling with very uh, mm-hmm. severe advanced cancer in the hospital and pray for her healing. Uh, a more joyful note today is uh, Jacob Lee's 65th birthday, a wonderful missionary who who's living out the call to declare the glory of God to the nations. He's in the far north of Uganda, near the South Sudan border, and uh, it's his 65th birthday today. Reaching Africa's unreached is his ministry, and uh, so we want to pray and thank God for him. He and his wife Carol are kind of in isolation. Uganda, like the rest of the world, is kind of on some sort of lockdown mode, and so they're kind of in isolation, not able to do their regular ministry, so we want to pray for them, um, as well as just everything that's going on in our country, which I'm sure you'll be Aware of as we pray for that. So let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father, you are the one true God. King Jesus, you reign as King of kings and Lord of lords. And oh, how we look forward to that day when you will be revealed to the world, when all the nations will know you, when every eye will see you, every knee will bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What a day that will be. So, Father, we pray that you would stir our hearts to true worship in spirit and in truth, to a commitment to missions to tell the glory of God to the nations, and to a longing and a looking forward to the day of joy that will come, when your glory is revealed and when you judge the world in righteousness. Father, we do want to pray in thanksgiving for Jacob Lee. Thank you for his life and for his service to you. Thank you for calling him to serve you in northern Uganda with Reaching Africa's Unreached. Thank you for Carol. Thank you for their marriage. Thank you for their partnership as they're spending a lot of time together. Uh, not able to go a lot of places or engage in regular ministry, but we pray that you bless them and keep them, use them as a testimony and a light to your goodness in their community. And we want to pray for Ashley, Father, that you would heal her, that you would push back the cancer that is ravaging her body, that you would uh, bring her to a place where she can take the next uh, therapy steps that she needs. We just pray for a healing, Father. We pray for a powerful Healing from you, we pray for strength and peace for her family and for those who love her that you would keep her in your care and Father, we pray for our country as our country is being torn apart so deeply and so um, fundamentally and it's so easy for us to fall into the lines of division and just become uh partisan warriors. Picking aside and digging our heels in. But that's not what you call us to do, Lord. You call us to be salt and light. You call us to speak the truth about Jesus. You call us to love our neighbor as ourselves. You call us to be those who are a people that are holy unto you. Salt and light must be distinct from the rotting flesh and the darkness of the world. So make us distinct, make us your holy people, and help us to live out the call that you have upon our lives to tell others the good news about Jesus, declare his glory among the nations. We pray that you would strengthen every church that is faithfully worshiping you and proclaiming your gospel and supporting your mission, and that you would be glorified across this land and throughout the world. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you again so much for joining me this morning. Uh, On Friday morning, our plan is to gather again at 8.30 for Psalm 97. So you can look at that ahead of time to get ready, or you can just come on Friday morning at 8.30. Same two places, Facebook and YouTube. Look forward to seeing you then. Have a great, blessed day in the Lord today.